You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Right, taking stock of the market action on this uh, Monday uh, evening. So the JSE finishing uh, just around 0.6% uh, lower today. Uh, at 80,325 points, which wasn't the lowest level of the day. In fact, we dipped below that 80,000 point mark earlier on today when everything was being sold off. The picture at the market closed slightly different, however, with the financial stocks and resources stocks, so those are your miners and the likes, getting a bit of reprieve and helping to prop up the market from its lows of the day. We've got Makwe Masilela, CIO of Makwe Fund Managers, for more on what moved your money in today's session and a lot of movement, uh, Makwe. I mean, quite quite a, a wide range that the market traded in. Just what was the focus on today? You know, you are right in evening to you and to your listeners. I mean, to think that we've managed to recoup almost half of the losses. Mm. I mean, if at some point the GSC was down over 1.1%, and during the day, as we've seen, managed to trade the case a little bit better, still in the red. But hey, we're still at very nice elevated levels. And I think the main culprits here continue to be industrials. And mainly here, you're talking the likes of the less passing process. But the market generally, even our international peers, you know, are not looking that great. And I think the Dow is only now at the open, it open negative. It's only now which is up almost 100%. I mean, phew, not 100%. <laughs> but markets are looking forward to this big week when it comes to central bankers. You know that the US, the US central bank is going to raise rates again on Wednesday. And with the European Central Bank and Bank of England raising theirs on Thursday. But will it be a half a percent or a, not point two five percent? And that being the case, what at, what about the rest of the year? Mm. And I think markets are starting to think along those lines. And we know that their actions, including even our Reserve Bank actions, will continue until the guys are convinced that inflation is truly slowing. And don't forget that jobs report that is coming out this Friday, and we know that as wage growth cools, so do price increases. But you look at the European Central Bank, you know, they've got now even big issues to deal with, as we've seen a drop when it comes to the German GDP, and then that is making the ECB job harder, and also that IMF, the outlook is not looking okay. Sure. So I guess markets are like, you know what, before, two weeks before we excited, but definitely the guys won't be that aggressive. So now the chickens are coming home to roast. We are about to say it's reality. So I think now we're just checking whether we were right or not. Are we overexposed? But FIFA, markets tend to forget that cardinal rule when it comes to investing. Don't fight the Fed. I hear you. Um don't fight the U.S. Federal Reserve that's been telling the market that uh, they're not done with uh, raising interest rates. They're still not happy with uh, the level of inflation that is in uh, the system while well outside their targets. Uh, the market uh, formulating its own views to say no uh, after, I believe, some even expect that after uh, the March meeting and some even after uh, the meeting that's happening on the 1st, that the U.S. Federal Reserve could be done. I suppose it's, uh, it's a wait and see at this stage. But I want to talk about the dollar, 
Makwe. Mm. Uh, the rand seventeen thirty four to the U.S. dollar. Mm. So the picture actually got worse throughout the day. I saw a headline saying that the rand is weaker because of domestic issues, Transnet and ESCOM and ongoing load shedding. I was like, but that's not really new. Why is mm-hmm. it choosing to hit the rand uh, stronger today than on other days? Just your take on what's driving the rand lower. And especially on a day where we see that the U.S. dollar is not doing that great. I mean, at the beginning of the session, it was still at the, what do you call it, seven-month low. My suspicion is that we know the U.S. meeting is starting tomorrow. Mm. The interest rate decision will be made on Wednesday. Last week, Thursday, we had our central bank increasing interest rates by only a quarter of a percent. December, you had the U.S. Fed increasing by a half a percent. Mm. The interest rate differentials between us and the U.S. is no longer the same. And to Wednesday, as we're making another announcement, we don't know whether it's going to be a quarter or a half. So I suspect the issue about the interest rate differentials between the U.S. dollar and the South African rent. And as we've seen, that if that interest rate differential gets to widen, we'll end up with the likes of the Japanese here. You know, that they just continue to fall against the U.S. dollar. I'm sure. just suspecting that, that, as you are saying, all these things have been factored into the rent. Hence, the rent has been flating or playing around the 17 uh, to the dollar, you know, all along. So I'm just suspecting the new thing, which is the interest rate differential. Because between... Since Friday, you know, that gap has widened. Sure. Because the guys increased by half a percent, they only increased by a quarter percent. That's my suspicion because I couldn't pick up anything new. Yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more sense to me. But uh, so the uh, weaker rand helping to, actually not helping to uh, prop up industrial counters, which uh, usually... Uh, finish higher when the rand is weaker because it means that uh, they're able to m- deliver higher returns and higher profits to their shareholders sure. when, when it's converted. But today, a process and NASPAS being the standout losers of the day, down 6% and 5% respectively. I saw um, a market commentator's tweet earlier on this morning and uh, reflecting what was happening to Tencent. And Tencent was around 5% yeah. lower at the time. And uh, her caption was, Tencent, time for profit-taking, question mark. So is that what has happened with process and NASPAS as well, is just this booking definitely. profits off and the given, table? Definitely, and given that they had a very good run last week, you know, if you look at NASPAS and process, yes, they're still not doing okay back to their levels that they were they are known of, but they just managed to recover sometime last week. And also, you've got the big tech companies announcing their results this week in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So people don't expect good results there as well. So that as well might have an impact when it comes to the sector generally. And anyway, this mm-hmm. is the sector that is telling us that the economy is not doing okay, guys. These are the guys who are retrenching more than anybody else. Whether you look at the Alphabet, the Amazons of this world. But they're overhired as well. Yeah, but that, remember we buy stocks going forward. So going forward, the guys are not too happy. Mm-hmm. It's only April now, which is not yet announced. So I'm saying the tech sector as it is, they hired too many people, they were printing money. So now people are offline. They're no longer making the kind of money they used to make, you know. So now they have to reduce stuff, which makes sense. And as well, interest rates going up, then it makes it expensive for them, the debt that they had. So 
the sector itself going forward, we're not saying it's dying, but it's not going to be shooting out the life that you're going to see. And demand is coming from a very high pace. Okay. Another company not making as much money as it did the same period a year ago, uh, Ackermans. So falling under Pepco and the company saying that Ackermans just got the fashion mix wrong. They 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 hit a miss when it came to fashion and style, and nobody or not enough people was buying their clothes. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter for the board and shareholders of Pepco and Ackerman. Just your take on the performance of this this company. I, I think the guys are honest. You know, you just have to realize that we made a booboo here. We just have to change the strategy. Another another is massive sales to get rid of all the booboo clothes. <laughs> you know what? They'll find a way. And since as well, they realized that the, the change to the product mix also affected their revenue. So they are aware that all these changes, they managed to identify where they went wrong. But hey, PEP maintained its best price leadership within the discount sector. So that managed to help as well. Hence, group revenue still up 6.5%. And the guys remain highly cash generative, with cash sales making almost 91%. And continue to open stores. Yes, load sharing had an impact, even though 70% of their stores, they've got the backup systems, but the rural areas and these outlying, outlying areas, they were hit hard, and unfortunately, that's where retail footprint has higher representation. So yeah, out of all the shops, you are taking time and terrible connections, you know, I can't it was a disappointer. Yeah. Actually, even Take it Town was a disappointer. They say yeah. there's too many sneakers, very fashionable ones, you know. Yeah. It's about 2,000. And I, I don't know if Techie Town is meeting that demand or not, but uh, not performing but yeah. to expectations. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, I, I like people who are honest, excuses, that we've got it wrong. So many, they're not going to repeat that. They just have to maybe have some impairments if you need arises or make huge tests to get rid of that stock, and then they have to get it right going forward. Remember at some point also, Woolworths managed to get it wrong sure. up until they changed again. So as long as you can see if, if that this is where we went wrong, so can we change the strategy and go forward? Uh, yeah, uh, and quite humbling from the uh, the uh, board and the management of Pepco Group to acknowledge that they did make the mistakes and they are learning the lessons. Just a quick one on NAMPAC. Uh, Mark, we're down 13%. Um, yeah, they lost a lot of money. Um, unfortunately, it was beyond their control. Uh, they can't control what Dangola's uh, Kwanzaa does or the uh, Nigerian um, Naira does. And they found themselves on the losing end of that trade, uh, costing them millions this time yeah. around. Your take on NAMPAC and how they're trying to turn their self around those foreign exchange losses were very huge mm. and then also when it comes to uh, them getting out of that land pack and metals in nigeria it makes sense also getting out of the crates business that is the pop, the plastic part of things it's making sense because people cannot deal with higher prices the guys have to increase prices because of higher raw materials but i think the biggest thing here continues to be that right issue yes they're no longer looking to raise two billion but 1.5 billion is just quite huge but we understand given that the market value is just under a billion mm-hmm. and today after falling 13 percent i think we'll be talking about a market value of just around 600 million but we know that it's a condition 
of the new funding package to reduce debt by a minimum of at least 1.35 billion, you know. So, and this has to happen, Fifi, by the 31st, on or before the 31st of March 2023. So, it's understandable. Going forward, probably, if they get all this right, implement the right strategy, then probably they'll get out of the hood. Um... So do you buy today? I'm not. I'm just saying um, today. It's it's just, it's the, you're paying thirteen percent less in terms of the uh, market value than you would have on Friday. So is this a good opportunity to buy, or are you not convinced that they'll sort things out? Not convinced. So I'll just give them the three, three days and see what happens to the price. If it doesn't stabilize, continues to go down, then probably it's worth looking at around the Wednesday or so. There's this unwritten rule, you know, three days. No, I hear you. Makwe, always a pleasure, sir. Uh, we'll leave it there for now. Makwe Masilela, CIO at uh, Makwe Fund Managers, taking us through the day's trading action. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.